0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Untucked. Today we're going to talk about: um, Is there a certain amount of money you need to feel either rich or a sigh of relief in terms of your kind of lifetime savings? We're going to discuss whether or not people are um, bigger assholes now than they've been in the past, and then we're going to have a little topic, a little discussion about the Olympics. Enjoy. The opinions expressed on this pod- podcast are our own and do not reflect the opinions or views of FC Advisory, the Financial Coach Group, or the New Wealth Project. Nothing discussed on this podcast should be interpreted as investment advice. episode 54 of Untucked. This is Megan.
1: And Mike. This is Jeff.
0: Hope everyone's having a great summer.
2: You hijacking my fun fact?
0: No, I'm just pointing out that we haven't produced
1: oh, an episode hi-a-s. since June 15th. We're back. We're back.
2: Did you guys know if you took your car and aimed it straight up in the air and drove straight up in an hour, you'd be in outer space.
1: 60 miles an hour, one hour. So you're saying 60 miles from here is technically space. Yeah. Which is where those two losers just went, right? Yeah. Ugh.
0: If I never hear about another billionaire going to space. But
2: that's closer than like the Jersey Shore. It's kind of crazy.
0: It is kind of crazy.
2: I'm an hour and 45, hour and 50 <laughs> to, to the shore. <laughs>
1: Okay, so when you're in a plane, you're at what, like thirty thousand feet, roughly, ish. Yeah. So kind of plane 5, are, we 000 000. We are we talking about? We talking about
2: Cessna? We talking about seven fifty seven?
1: Whatever. So what's a mile? <laughs> how, how, what's a mile? Five thousand. Five thousand. So yeah. you're, you're like six miles up in a plane. Yeah. Okay. So ten times that. Yeah. not that
0: fast impressive. math. It's okay. not that impressive.
1: No, I don't think you can call that space. You know. What would you, you call break, it? Like, like what the actual astronauts do and did. That's that's legit space to me. Okay. Like you can't be a civilian and go to space with no training whatsoever. In my oh, no,
0: no. <laughs> no. I mean, we're not talking about actual.
1: I'm not actually talking about driving, driving your car, your car, straight, car up straight up in the air. No, no. <laughs> I, but, but you're talking about how close space actually is. And I'm saying that that shouldn't be space. Yeah, space is pretty close. I think you're talking about getting to like. The, like the
2: galaxy and that's not what i'm referring to not, the galaxy no
1: one's been to the ga-
2: literally you're talking the about moon the, is the furthest the, you're talking can. about the gamma quadrant oh my
0: god oh my god all right spiraling
2: good fun fact
0: yeah that was a good one thanks um all right let's
2: do it man phillies Philly sports, sports. Oh my god. phillies you guys i'm telling you you gotta get in like I'm not a huge baseball fan, but it has you been are. it's been thoroughly entertaining.
0: I said this to Mike before we started. You liking it so much makes me hate it more. That
2: makes that means you're just a you're a mean person. You're just a miserable person. They have been very entertaining. Even the games they've lost. Like recently, I don't remember when it was, but they were down like seven to Bryce Harper hit an inside the park home run, followed up by Andrew McCutchen hitting a home run right after. I mean, it was exciting. They lost that game, but they've been doing a lot of come from behind wins, and it's mattered. I mean, here they are, a half a game out of first, leading into tonight's series against the Mets. Who's in first?
0: How many more games? Like how <clears throat> many games have they played?
2: They're fifty three and. Wait, no, they're above 500. They are 56 and 53. So there's probably about roughly 55 more games left. I'm just saying it's been entertaining baseball lately. They're actually creating some offense. They picked up a few new pitchers and it's been entertaining.
0: That's it yeah the words entertaining and baseball in the same sentence are just it's not for me.
2: when I tell you Melissa is into it, like she doesn't stop watching the games because like last night, man, they scored four runs in the top of the ninth. they were like they were gonna lose. they came back and won. it was awesome. Mike looks like he's gonna like his brain <laughs> is about to seize up right now.
1: I'm just amazed that you're getting this excited about. Baseball, the Phillies, or any regular season game in that sport. Amazed.
2: Look, like I said, like I started this, I'm not a huge baseball fan. I, I like sports and it's it's entertaining. It's not like the Sixers three years ago when you couldn't even watch them because they were unwatchable.
0: Why do we have to make this about the Sixers? I'm
2: just saying, even the, or the Flyers like two, three years ago, like unwatchable. No. Not to me.
0: Not, yeah, not to me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I'll just say this. When they make the playoffs and the whole city's behind them, you're not allowed. Like, I'm not accepting bandwagoners.
0: Uh, you won't see me at the bandwagon unless there's a parade. Then Whoa, oh, You go to the parade and see me for, there with the you know color light. Yeah,
1: you know my rule <laughs> for the Sixers Conference Finals is when I start watching. For the Phillies, it's World Series.
0: I'm like World Series game four. <laughs> game four.
1: Are you serious? And I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm being. I'm, is that a serious statement? Yeah, I did it in what was it? 08? when. Uh, were they in it in? O- yeah, they won it in
0: 08.
2: No, they won. They won they, the World. They won series in 08, in 08, in 08 in but 08. then the next they year. went
1: back to the World Series in 09. Yeah, I watched. They played the World Series. They played the Yankees. Yeah, they played the Yankees. Yes, and they so lost I watched Yankees. that series only. The Yank, the Phillies, Yankees in 09. That's embarrassing.
2: Like you shouldn't even be allowed to do that. Why you do it with the Flyers? No, I watch. I watch Flyers games, not like you do, but I'll watch regular season games, and then I'll watch all down of the playoffs.
1: Three, nothing, in the, at the end of the first period, you turn it off and you go to bed. So do you? <laughs> no, <I> no. <don't. laughs>
2: that doesn't mean I'm not watching. I do watch them, and I and when they're in the playoffs, I'll watch every round of the playoffs for the Flyers. Same with the Sixers.
0: To say, I'm the worst example here because I don't watch anybody to any extent. Except the Sixers. Yeah.
2: Let's just leave it at, I'm telling you, it's entertaining. They're playing better ball than they did the beginning of the year. They crawled back in it and are in it now. And it's fun to watch. For those of us who are baseball purists.
0: <laughs> All right. I mean, do we have anything else sports-wise? I don't want to talk about the Sixers.
2: You don't want to talk about Ben
1: not replying to uh, JoJo's Well's tweets text. or texts? I don't. Well, I mean the Flyers made a ton of moves. You guys don't care probably, but they Anything good? Potentially, yeah. They got a whole new their team looks very, very different. Who'd they get rid of? Voracek Jakob? Yeah. Gone. Did you know that? I think I did. I'm just embellishing for the pod. <laughs> Myers, Nolan Patrick. Wow. Elliot's gone. Um Who's our goalie then? Uh, what's his name? They signed a, a backup. That's a blanket on who it is right now. To be honest, um, so Carter Hart's still the guy. Yeah, he's still the guy, and he's going to be they're Carter. Gonna, had they're going to go or not based on him. Jeez. Jeez. I'm I'm out on Carter Hart, by the way. But but interestingly, the GM was pretty was telegraphing that there was a lot of problems with this team's chemistry, mm. um, the 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 locker room, the just the whole. The vibe was, in his, I think, in his opinion, kind of the biggest culprit. They need to get rid of some guys, like Voracek, was was a good example. Everyone loves the guy, but he, he's not like the best defensive player. Not a big fan of the back check. Yeah, you know. So they they kind of, I think, are deliberately trying to bring in. And there's there's three really really good players that they brought in. So so is this a rebuild year? Like we shouldn't be excited no, or. No. They're not—this isn't like, oh, this is a cup-contending team. It's—playoff should be certainly expected and, and maybe a little damage in the playoffs. It's all going to depend on heart, really. So standard operating procedure
2: for the Flyers. We're going to make the playoffs so we don't get a great pick and we're not going to win anything.
1: Um, you yeah. say that every year, and you, it's kind of how it's played out. <laughs> <laughs> but— you know, there's a there's a chance that they could finish. They could make it through a round or two in the playoffs. Cool. Really. So, but they you know they made they made a lot of moves. They needed to. They made a lot of moves. They needed to. So. Birds. We got anything? Birds?
0: Um, no, I don't think there's any eagles. No. Just that.
2: Just Wild Devontae Stars. Smith sprained his MCL. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, that. it was a couple of days ago. He's 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 fine, but. Of course, the number one draft pick sprains is MCL in training camp.
0: What are we, a month out? Yeah. A little yeah. over a month? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to the game in Atlanta. The season okay. opener. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. No, Martin Jones, by the way, is the goalie. Okay. From San Jose. Great name. I love it.
2: Really? Martin Jones. Martin. Martin. What do we got, Meg? What are we talking about today?
0: Coach's Corner, Um, Americans say they need to have $500,000 in savings to feel financially secure. Survey finds. This is from CNBC.com. It's actually just a topic that we talked about a couple days ago. What amount of money would make you feel financially assured? Is there an amount? Jessica's article refers to the findings of a survey from Personal Capital attempting to understand how the survey participants define financial security.
2: So this topic got to like the old ING commercials where people were walking around with like their number. Do you remember those? A big orange number, like 2.8 million. And it was just kept, kept running, running the number up. I and like, you may disagree. I'm not sure where you stand on it, Meg, but I, I think in your like mid forties, you can have a number that like, this is the number I have to get to to feel
1: like I have enough. I see, I, I kind of, no, I, I agree and I disagree. I think it depends on what you do and what you're going to do. So by that, I mean, if you're working for a company and you kind of can't wait to not work for that company anymore at some point, and you need to figure out how much I need to accumulate before I can call it a day and tell them I'm out, I totally get that.
2: I got some math problem. It's so yeah. really easy. Yeah,
1: yeah. But if you're somebody who doesn't is not in that situation and maybe doesn't see themselves ever not doing something that is somewhat work related and generating some kind of income indefinitely, then it's a different it's a different situation. There's not a number there, I don't think. And also I think if you have a pretty good or great handle on what you're gonna need to spend Way out into into the future, which by the way is kind of by definition not possible because things change. But sure. if you if you're in that scenario, that's that also supports the idea that there can be kind of a, a number. I don't I don't what I don't agree with is that there's this like sigh of relief that you breathe one day when your number shows up on your computer screen or your yeah, statement. I, I, don't I don't see
2: I don't see why not.
1: Like if if you're in your
2: fifties and you're living on a hundred thousand dollars, right? Your salary is that and you and your significant other and your kids, or if it's just you and you, you're, you're getting by on a hundred grand. Why is it difficult to say, oh, okay, I, I know what my social security is probably going to be. So I need to make up X amount from my money. And Megan has told me at X percentage, you need this amount of money to get that number. It's pretty, and, and my lifestyle may change a little bit. So if I'm within 10 or 15% up or down of that number, yeah, that's my. Yeah, I got to the two million. That's what I needed. Whoo, sigh of relief.
0: I, I mean, why not? I think it's like too black and white. I think when if you're a single person or a couple, then your number of variables reduce dramatically. But I think if you're a parent and like you own a home, you own multiple properties. I just think to at that age. I mean, when we meet with people who are sixty five and you know there's there's a little more definition in their I'll say retired lifestyle that to me feels like something we can we can back at, into from a math standpoint but at 45 or 50 I just think there are so many unknowns can you can you do the exercise you just described absolutely can you do it in my opinion with any sort of like real confidence that that's going to be the number I would say no
1: yeah, I agree. Especially, you know, you throw in kids yeah, and you think, well, there might be a scenario which I want to or may have to help them significantly financially or maybe want to help them start a business or do something with a, with a, not just a, you know, a wedding. I'm talking right. about something more significant than that. That, that kind of stuff is out there. It's definitely in my, the back of my mind. So it doesn't, it, that, that argues for me, like there the number or a number is just way more vague than it would be in a in a more black and white situation maybe i'm a little
2: biased because we've we we do this so often that it's like for me okay here's my income let me filter out when i'm older i'm probably not going to be you know redoing the kitchen and doing all these things that we do around the house and projects and buying new cars because we have the cash flow I'm going to alter my lifestyle a little bit. Plus, I want to travel more. Yeah, I'm going to put in like a little buffer for extracurriculars that are unexpected like kids. So I think, in my opinion, I feel like you can get pretty close. And a lot of times when you do that back of the napkin stuff, kind of off the top of your head, you do get pretty close. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean exact, but you get pretty darn close to the number. And obviously, it's going to change as you go from 45 to 55 to 65. And it might be a moving target but i think that's valuable and maybe you don't maybe you think it's a waste of an exercise but i think it's a valuable exercise to say okay under current current um lifestyle what i project my lifestyle to look like and expenses to look like cuz the mortgage isn't going to be here the numbers 3 million bucks and as soon as we get close to that we can start maybe doing some thinking about is it time to hang it up and can i can i hang it up
0: well i'm not i'm not saying that i don't think it's a bad exercise i think a lot of people wouldn't take the time to do what you're describing, right? In that, oh, I'm gonna take away from because of my mortgage, but I'm gonna add back because we want to travel. I'm gonna include a buffer for the kids. Like taxes think,
2: are gonna go down,
0: right? Like I think generally that's more work for people who aren't in the financial planning space and who don't do it every day. Um, so I don't think the exercise is is worthless. I I just think it needs to be more of a starting point than an ending point, right? Okay. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah, I was, back to the article, I was surprised at how low the, now who knows who they polled. But, I mean. <laughs> I was waiting 500, for 500,000 for, as, as the, whatever that was, was that the average or that was kind of the.
0: I think it was the most, the median or whatever.
1: For people to feel like, what did it say? Like they're secure or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That
2: the numbers seem low.
1: Painfully low, if you ask me. That's you know reasonably you can take 20k from that a year right or something so, yeah i mean it's not yeah I, again i don't know who, who they asked but um it just seemed very low to me
0: well the narrative in the article also like brought up covid and people who were furloughed and like you know weren't getting paid normally so you're also asking probably people are, people under a lot of financial stress like man if i had half a million bucks right, i like feel phenomenal life-changing right yeah. me. so yeah. um and then it goes into all of the the horrible statistics, right? Like forty percent of Americans have difficulty paying an unexpected four hundred dollar expense. Only thirty nine say that percent of people say they'd be able to pay a thousand dollar emergency out of savings, like all of those brutal statistics.
1: And then and then the other thing, we've talked about this before, I think, but the number is very different whether you're talking about the savings you have in your four oh one K, let's say, versus After tax money, I mean, because of taxes. So, you know, people roll in with like feeling good about their million and a half that they've gotten their 401k and they've got nothing else. And you do the math with them and it's, you know, it's going to generate 60 grand in pre, like if your salary was a hundred grand and you you need a hundred grand, that million and a half ain't going to get you there.
2: Yeah. I think it's interesting from our experience, whether we're meeting with younger people or older people, how they don't have the number. And what I mean by that is the younger people haven't done even like a quick exercise to say like, I think we need about two mil. Mm -hmm. And then the older people that we meet that come in with the two mil and they're like, I don't know if I have enough. Mm -hmm. Like I can't get over how many people, and I get it because we do it every day. They just don't know how much they need how much income they can get from it, and then how to take the income from it.
1: But, I mean, I think so many people don't even know how much they spend.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like when we talk about the exercise about what you'll need, what about the exercise about what you spend? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, when we ask people to, like, put together a budget or to give us an idea of, okay, well, after all of your expenses, what's left? That is not a question that's easily answered ever. Or at least in my experience. It's shocking. It hasn't been. That no one
2: has a handle on what they spend.
0: Okay, so we've probably all seen the video Mm -hmm. about the guy on Frontier Airlines who was just a complete, I I don't even know what to call him, dick, asshole. And it kind of got us talking the other day about like, are people worse? Are there more assholes today And I specifically, when we were having the conversation, I was kind of anchoring to like pre-COVID. Like now that things are opening up and people are in public spaces again and surrounded by strangers, like are people bigger assholes than they were before COVID? But I don't know if you guys were thinking of it in the same way or if you were just thinking in your (laughs) personal experiences.
2: Yeah, I took it just in like, in my personal opinion yeah. of society today, are people
1: bigger dicks than they've used to be? Yeah, I think it's 100%. Yes, 2021 is the worst year of behavior that I've, that I've ever witnessed, just generally, whether it's on social media or in person.
2: Do you think it's because you see more of it on social media?
1: Yeah, I think that's part of it. Yeah. Sure. Like we would have never seen the video of this guy on Frontier. Right. It would have been some maybe, – maybe you hear the story or something. But
2: but if you were told that story, you'd be like, there's no way that happened. <laughs> no one would be that much of an asshole.
0: See, I don't know if I have that mentality. I think I would have been like, "Yep, yeah, it checks out.
2: I like, can't believe people are that entitled. Uh, you can't. No, I, re- I really like – that's what i think it for me it all goes back to that i don't care what color what race you are these people people being assholes is them feeling entitled to whatever entitled to behave that way black white chinese i don't care i see it all all over and it blows my mind and i think it's because you can't do anything right can't hit your kids anymore or like they'll call social services on you right (laughs) You can't uh you can't talk bad to a cop
1: cuz you know they'll beat the, they'll beat you up. I mean it's just it, the 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 police in New Jersey were not allowed to approach underage drinking or pot smoking kids. Literally not allowed to approach approach yeah. them. And so what do you think happens? The kids just get more unruly than they even were before. I I mean and then I just, I just feel like even just driving day to day, I, you know, there's always been assholes on the road, obviously, but I think there's way more of them than ever. You think it's just a function of you getting older? Probably.
2: Probably part of it. No, I bet if you ask teachers, are kids like more unruly now
0: than they were 10, 15 years ago, I guarantee you their answer would be yes. But you'd be asking older teachers. Yeah. Because the younger teachers wouldn't have any, i be able to answer the question. Right. I mean, I think a lot of it comes with age. Uh, I, I agree. I mean, I think I know I have less patience for just general. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like animalistic behavior. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's there. There's an entitlement factor for sure. Um, I also think like I said I. I think people have just been cooped up in their homes and want to go out and go be out be balls to the wall and just don't give eh about anybody or anything
2: they have no patience no one has any patience anymore it's like i've told you this story a million times like i i I sit in lines (laughs) right and when the when the person in front of me like moves forward like i'll just stand there sometimes and the people behind me are like losing their minds that i didn't take three steps forward as if like that's gonna throw off their their spot in the line. They're not gonna to get to check out. Like, do I really have to take two steps forward? To continue waiting in the same line. Like literally I had I had a guy jump in front of me and I was like, oh, go ahead. He's like, Oh, I didn't know you're in line. I'm like, didn't know I was in line. I'm standing in line, but you didn't move. Because <laughs> I didn't feel like moving, asshole.
1: Go ahead. You got somewhere to be. Like, it's crazy to me. I think I really do think that the stuff that if you're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and you're just on a daily basis reading, even if you're not participating in the trolling and all the stuff, you're just reading it, and you're you're just exposed to it. You're you're just seeing all the, the the conflict and the just fighting. It it, it it's got to like seep into your own behavior and your own like psyches because if it everybody, doesn't, everybody's just. Mad at the other side, whoever the other side is. And
2: well, Mike, to your point, even if you're not engaging in the trolling and all the commentary, you're reading that, and you begin to feel like that behavior is normal, and that's the way that the world works now. Like that's the way you react. Yeah. So when you're in a situation like you just react that way because you're so used to hearing and reading people react that way.
1: Yeah, and not to not to bring up, you know, the the COVID mask controversy but it, you know that like what people are walking around with masks are mad at the people that they see that don't have them and the people that don't have them are irritated at the people that have masks on and so it's almost like you know that's yeah more more people are that way than not I think like, like I'll
2: wear a mask into some places and I'm curious if people are like oh look at this guy yeah, right. he didn't get vaccinated well, I, I did get vaccinated right. but I'm just right. wearing a mask right. or people are like he's wearing a mask doesn't he realize like it doesn't have like, right. Yeah. yeah so I feel weird. So I just, I've just, I do, I do different things. All, yeah. I mix it, it, up, it up all it. the
1: time. Like we're now walking around daily life with a uniform on. Are we like the home team or the visitor? Team? Right. Like, exactly. It's, it's crazy. Yeah.
2: I wish that we could, you know, I, I think if you were to ask, I'm, I said this a little earlier, but like ask coaches, ask teachers, you know, when I, and teachers, I, I don't mean just about kids, like ask them about the parents. Sure. Yeah. Right. Like, People are becoming so entitled, so impatient. My kid would never do anything wrong. Where That's not the attitude I have and certainly not the attitude my parents had. right? They get a call from the teacher. It's like, what the hell did my kid do? I'm going to beat him.
1: Yeah, I don't know who would want to become a teacher today. I don't know who would want to become a police officer today. I don't know who would want a referee today. Who would right? want to coach a team? All yeah, of those roles, are you're, you're just being abused.
2: Yeah, and it's not just the players. I mean, we had our first guest on the show said he recruits athletes also based upon their parents. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if their parents are pains in the asses, he's not taking that athlete. Mm -hmm. The world just needs a gut check. I don't know how you do it. There are good people out there, by the way.
0: (laughs) It's empathy, right? Isn't it just the ability to empathize with other people and not get so worked up over somebody who's not impacting your life at all. Like part of me is like, oh, if everyone just looked out for themselves. But that's what's led us here, right? It's that everybody is so self-absorbed that like my kid, my job, my life matters more than the next person. Absolutely. And I should get in line first and I should be – so like it's it's the empathetic element of it where it's like everybody's trying to do the same shit. We're all just waking up each day trying to be decent human beings and like – not disturb the peace, yet we're disturbing all of the peace.
1: Yeah, I read something actually this morning. I think Housel wrote it, and it was something about like anybody's behavior or, or action, you can, you can totally understand why they do it, if you were to be able to take the time to understand all the context around that person yeah. and everything. Sure. So-
0: something with like information. Yeah. Like all, all decisions make sense with exactly. adequate information. Yeah.
2: yeah. I talk, Melissa and I talk about all the time. It's like I would never like hurt, a, hurt my child or, but then like you hear about the lady who threw her kid in like a dumpster like I kind of get it. <laughs> like I've, I've had moments where I want to throw my kids out a window into a dumpster. Maybe it's a bad bad example. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to That's do some little... heavy editing on this. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. No, but I think all of this shit that we are experiencing and witnessing, it does open eyes for people. Because if you try to find it, like follow the good news movement in Instagram, like you do, you do see a lot of people doing a lot of good. Yeah. And being empathetic. Yeah. It's just it doesn't get. Popularized as right. much as all the bad, all shit. the negativity, mm-hmm. the asshole on the plane. Yeah. yeah,
1: God, that guy. Thank God they duct taped him to the seat.
0: Did you guys see the the um, the, act,
1: the flight attendant?
0: Y- yeah, well, the actor, the, the guy who's playing yeah, the flight attendant, the YouTube guy. Oh my God, Jeff, it was in Need to Know. Did you watch it? I didn't. Let me find his name. It is awesome. <laughs> We won't watch it, but like three people sent it to me this morning. Alfredo Rivera. Is, I think he's like a YouTube comedian, and he pretended to be a flight <laughs> attendant on that flight, okay. and it's hysterical. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to maybe some good stuff, and we'll, we'll talk about the Olympics. Oh, is that
2: what we have? <laughs> that was our next topic?
0: Yeah, well, how about that segue? Are yeah. you,
2: I mean, where are you guys on the Olympics?
0: Because
2: <clears throat> I'm all in. I'm all out. Um. Uh, I feel like you're either all in or you're all out. There are no kind of,
0: eh. I kind of watch no, this. No, I'm not. I'm I, I am all out, but it's not for dis. I I don't know why. This is like the first year I haven't cared about the Olympics. I'm normally not. I'm normally in, but I just I don't know. I don't know if I'm bored, if I'm uninterested, if I just am not super patriotic these days. Like it's probably a combination of a lot of things. I mean, are,
2: is there just so much other material to watch?
0: Nah, I'm not watching anything. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your, like, I love it. The
1: Olympics it. got ruined for me years ago when they just no longer made it for amateurs, right? Oh, uh,
0: when professionals took. Yes, could go.
1: because that's what it was for however long. And then, and that's why the 1970s and 80s were so great because you had the, you know, you had the hockey team and then you had your, you just didn't have professionals. Wait, but professionals, all. like. The, People like, get paid to play this, right? Like the NBA
2: players play for team. for the USA. But when it comes to like gymnastics, they're all amateurs.
1: Sure, sure.
2: When it comes to probably ninety percent of the sports or or the, the events, games, the, events, the events, games. it's they call it the Olympic Games. Yeah, it's uh, they're amateurs. Yeah. I love it, man. I watched women's water oh. polo last night. Are
0: they amateurs, or do they d- just not have a professional field?
2: The field just is, isn't big enough to call them professionals, but they're probably the highest
0: of the right of that. Pro- like the no one's I, But like Simone Biles, she doesn't get paid to do gymnastics, but she gets paid for endorsements. Right, so she's a paid sure, athlete. Sure, sure. Like
2: women's beach volleyball, awesome. US won the gold last night. I watched it. Mm-hmm. Dude, the amount of Olympics I watched just last night. Women's water polo.
0: Can we talk about water polo for a second? Is there a more de- physically demanding sport?
2: My, my son, Tyler, he's like... Yeah, maybe not. He, Tyler goes, how deep is it? Can they touch the bottom? I'm like, no.
0: They're what just you, dogly paddling.
2: Dogly paddling. <laughs> they call it treading water. <laughs> the goalie is completely hung out to dry. <laughs> because they get to like the left side of the goal, and they throw the ball pretty quickly across... You try to get to the <laughs> other side of the goal in water? You have no chance.
0: It's hysterical. We would, in college. <laughs> it's storytelling like, time, though. We had, like, a swimming. Um, we Before the season, we would like, be in the pool for, like, maybe a week. Not strong swimmers. I mean, not strong basketball players, but certainly not strong swimmers. We tried to play water polo. Dude, three minutes in, and these are like young, we were at fairly athletic and just could not support yourself breathing and throwing and catching a ball.
1: I'll bet it wasn't three minutes. I'll <laughs> bet it was like, like 45 seconds. I played on vacation last year. How did you do? In Putacana. We had the caps and everything. Oh my God. But we could touch the bottom. Yeah. 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 No, it's
0: always at the all-inclusive yeah. pool, yeah. but you can touch the bottom <laughs>
2: Yeah, again, I found it wildly entertaining. Beach volleyball entertaining. I watched track last night. I mean, it's I, I love it. I love it. And then, and then when they give you like some of the backstories of some of the athletes if you don't know them as well. I mean, I think it's great, man.
1: Yeah, I don't know I don't know why I just I skip right by it. Like I won't. I think the last Olympic event I watched was like when bolt was running the hundred meters man that's crazy to me yeah sorry sorry,
0: go ahead
2: guy from canada won the heptathlon last night olympic record woman uh uh, no he got men's are the decathlon yeah women were the heptathlon okay i mean just awesome like amazing athletes
0: i read something that like michael phelps who in my mind is like the greatest olympian of all time there's only like one of his records still standing.
1: So then he, he can't be the greatest. Right. That's what I mean. Him.
0: But I just, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like I thought, oh, no one's ever going to beat Michael Phelps. And people are shitting on him. <laughs> and I don't know who they are. Right.
1: So why do you think, other than you, Jeff, who's super into it, the, the I'm sure the ratings are like pretty poor and all that relative to what they used to be. Because everyone watched the Olympics 20, 30 years ago, I think. Everyone. I mean. Yeah. Now, I don't know anyone other than you that's like really, and I don't mean that in any way. I'm just saying, like,
0: nobody cares. Okay. Why, why I, do you think that is? I know. Part of it is accessing content. Like, I've had trouble finding things on TV.
2: Okay. I mean, as soon as you turn on Hulu, <laughs> it's like the first thing that pops up. No,
0: out. but like, I'll be on, I'll see on Twitter that there's a track event I want to watch, and then I can't find that track event on tv like they need a red zone for olympics so when there's like i don't know something cool or fun or exciting like i don't need to watch a prelim you know i need like the gold medal race
2: yeah it might be the time difference that's kind of throwing it off a little bit because it's all pre-recorded
0: and you get spoiled
2: but i'm thinking like there's so many events that i haven't seen like the I, I forget where the woman was from, but she won the first gold medal for her country in like the clean and jerk or something like that, and it was crazy to watch her do it. There's a 13 year old that won like bronze in some in some skateboarding, skateboarding. thing.
0: Two 13 year olds, gold and silver. I like think, like 13 like, year olds.
2: I get sucked into all like speed rock climbing. I was watching. Like I get sucked into all of it. Women's the women's USA soccer watched it. Ugh. I I will tell you I I I don't watch a lot of soccer and I was blown away at how more, how much more entertaining the men's soccer was than the women's. The women's was just like so much slower and just not as efficient. And I don't watch that much soccer. So I was blown, when I saw the guys I was like, "Oh my god. That's crazy different."
0: It's probably a pretty fair assessment for most I guess so. Men's and women's sports.
2: Men's, U.S. men's track and field is on the verge of not winning any golds this year. Yeah. Which is like, hasn't happened since like 1890.
0: Apparently there was a poor baton pass.
2: Yeah. Hey man, gotta go California style or things can get a little.
0: little well, dicey. Allison Felix won a bronze. So she's like the most decorated yeah. female medal winner. I think she ties time.
2: Jesse Owens. Yeah, man, I, I'm all in. and I feel like people are either all in or they don't give a shit. I think to answer your question, you didn't have the opening ceremonies with all the people. You don't have people in the stands. And I think that's a big detractor for most people.
1: Oh, Th- I don't think that's anything to do with it. Think about <laughs> Think about the sports now. People don't want to. Too many other options for people to either consume content or do other things. People
2: have said all year they're not watching baseball, football, basketball, hockey because there's no one in the stands. I've never heard anyone say that. What? I think
1: you're just like disagreeing with me just to disagree. No, no, I'm serious. I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard that. I've heard they're not going to watch the actual sport that they're turning on their TV to watch because there's not some fan in the stands. Yeah,
2: I've heard it a lot, and I think our listening audience would agree with me. That they've heard it a lot as well. Yeah. I
1: don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't know. I get updates on Twitter, so I guess I don't feel like I have to watch.
2: And I'm just old. I guess I'm an old guy. Like, I like watching stuff live. I know it's not live when I'm watching it, but I don't tune into the socials to see what happened.
0: I don't to see what happened, but it happens to land on my feet. And yeah. I am like, all right, I don't No need, need to, watch, to that. watch that.
2: Can't wait for the next four years.
0: Now will, got... it be 2025, or will it question. be 2025? It's a great question. I'm not
2: sure. I would guess 24, but yeah, I'm not sure.
0: Get back on their regular sketch.
2: <clears throat> okay. Cool.
0: Wanna go top five? Let's do it. Top five trios.
2: Top five trios of all time. And Ooh. like
0: we're not limited to any category, anything.
1: Just three of something. Three of something. Kay. Jeff, you want to go? Sure, I'll
0: go first. Lead off.
2: Um, I'm gonna go with um, the um, the scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the Cowardly Lion from the Wizard of Oz. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Jack Tripper and his <gasps> two roommates. That's a great one. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Uh,
1: Meg's like who the hell
2: is Jack Tripper? Manny, Moe and Jack. Three stooges. Are they the three stooges? No, they're pet boys. Oh Manny, Moe. I'm sorry, I meant I meant the three stooges. Meant the three
1: stooges. Moe, Mo, Larry, Curly. and
2: Curly. Moe Mo, Larry Curly. It, does Shemp make the cut or is no, it No, okay. No, I was more of a Mo Larry Curly guy.
1: Who's snap Shemp.
2: Snap Crackle Pop. hmm And then Allie uh, I'm sorry. Alan, Charlie, and Jake from Two and a Half Men. Never saw
0: it what What? true story wow I feel like you would really like it I probably
1: would I just never for whatever reason are you like, anti-sheen or just no no, no? No, no no,
0: you would like it that would be a good one for you to go back and okay. just get into yeah pre-kutcher I think
2: oh it has to be kutcher ruined it I wouldn't say ruined it it wasn't it's unwatchable
0: okay um, you wanna go or you want me to go go ahead alright I got bacon egg and cheese <laughs> right. i got sex drugs and rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> nice um charlie's angels they were
2: on my list as okay a candidate which ones like the like uma cameron, thurman cameron, or, uh, cameron
0: diaz oh. Lucy lou and drew Barrymore. oh no
1: no okay. it's farrah okay, well, fawcett I'm kate 31 dude and I'm not jacqueline Ella. smith
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you can keep those on your list um the sanderson sisters Oh, Hocus Pocus, the three sisters from Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Um, And then in light of the Olympics, gold, silver, and bronze.
2: Okay. That's nice. Nice. I think bacon, egg, and cheese was my favorite on your list. Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's why I led with it.
1: (laughs) Okay, I got the triple crown. That's a good one. Derby, Preakness, Belmont, Steaks.
0: That is like the best phrase for trio. The Triple Crown. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got the Howls. Gordy. Gordy. Mark and Marty. Now, listen. Gordy's the dad. Mm-hmm. Mark and Marty are the sons. They mm-hmm. all played pro hockey. Mm-hmm. And they played on the same line together in an NHL game. Oh, that's very yeah, cool. Yeah, that's a good. That's in, a good like, one. 1980. Yeah, that's a good one. All really good hockey players, right? Marty, not so much. But the others okay. were... But he was professional. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I got... um. From the movie Goodfellas Jimmy, Henry, and Tommy That's De Niro uh, Leota, and Pesci Right? Yeah That's kind of like the trio From that movie Yeah, I mean Officially, unofficially Okay We'll take it We'll Um, accept it I've got the Hanson brothers From Slapshot There were three of them? Oh yeah well, I don't think there were two. No, there were three. Okay. They were all you know what's like-
0: interesting? The Hanson boy band. <laughs> that's was that's was right. also three. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Hmm. And then the last one I just have is uh, three amigos. Uh, like from the movie. The three amigos, the three, like the movie. Like Chase. E, Martin, Short, and. Uh, yeah. They were. Chase. They. They were my. That's kind of an obvious backup. one. Now. Yeah. Um, I, Meg, I almost had. So that was my five. This is not really a trio, but maybe it is. Jordan, and Rodman.
0: So I went through a couple big threes. Yeah. Those three, LeBron, Wade and Bosch in Miami, um, the what was it, Garnett, Ray Allen and Paul Pierce in Boston. Yeah. What about, I thought about it. Were the Jonas brothers three? They are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're still alive, right? Yeah. All of them. The police As far as I know. The police? <laughs> Who's that? Sting, Stuart Copeland and Oh, Andy like Summer. the band. Yeah. Mm. Only three guys. Really? Pretty impressive, isn't it? <laughs> 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 you just dated yourself.
0: <laughs> All right. We got it. Right. Well, thanks
2: for listening.
0: Thanks for listening. Until next time.
1: See ya. <laughs>